Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yes, welcome back to the Weekend Buzz here. This is Dublin's Q102 with me, Nicola Barden, here with you until 8. So if you've been listening to the show over the last few weeks and even there earlier in the show, I was kind of mentioning about um, that podcast, Dater's Gonna Date, and I've been talking about like how, you know, in lockdown, there's not much chance of dating, you know, and as a single woman, you know, there's only so much swiping you can do. You're just like, right, okay, I've, sw- I've swiped for everyone in my locality. Started off two kilometres, then went to five, and then we're in, you know, county boundaries or whatever like that. But Archie, I kind of decided to do- make this into a show because obviously they can't really film many shows at the minute and stuff like that. So they decided to turn this whole love lockdown into a show uh, called Love and Isolation, and it's on Archie Player now. It- started on Tuesday I think um, and so it's loads of different people who've been kind of plucked out and set up and then they speak through a screen while other screens look at them and one person who took part is Savannah Nolan she's 24 from Dublin and she's on the line now hi Savannah 
Morning, Nicola. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So you put yourself out there really and truly to go on the show. Yeah, exactly. So um, at the start of the year, I moved to the UK. And then when the whole COVID and everything hit, I had to come home. So I was sitting at home. I was unemployed. And a girl that I know kind of came to me and was like, would you be interested in doing the show? And I was like, yeah, why not? Like, I'm literally, I'm not doing anything else. And yeah, it has been very hard to kind of socialize or if you are single to kind of, I mean, getting anything past Tinder. So yeah, yeah. I jumped at the chance. Um, and like I then, to say, coming up to it, I was a bit nervous, but yeah, no, it was a good experience. The weird thing about any of the apps, if anyone's listening and they aren't single and they're like, oh, Tinder, this is what I find my friends say, can I play with your Tinder? And I'm like, it's not a game. Okay, it's, it's this is actually my profile that out there, and you're like swiping and and it because but it kind of becomes nearly like a bit of a repetitive thing because you're like, yeah, and sometimes you know you match somebody, you don't write to them or whatever like that, and now in lockdown that can kind of be cut off as well because sometimes people don't want to talk to you because there's you're not going to go on a date with them, so this kind of that probably limited as well a certain amount of interactions. Oh, the Tinder messages that I, were, I was getting were absolutely outrageous. And I actually did, a, I filmed the part of the show where I read out some of my Tinder messages. <laughs> now, he didn't include it. I don't. I think they didn't include it because it was so outrageous. Oh, really? He made the final edit. Well, I'm like, Dave, come on, let's put in some bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it just should make the air. Oh, my God. Were they, like, really graphic or were they just, like, really boring which were you getting both disgustingly graphic like this is what i would like to do and uh, hello people covid (laughs) Uh, yeah exactly like come on no but they're all keyboard gangsters like behind their thing they probably they probably like walk past you on the street like well this is the thing and that's what my friends say to me that you know and they're like oh you're single and you know uh surely there's so many men in dublin and you're like yeah, but it's like Twitter in a way as well. They're full of it when it comes to messaging you. And then, as you say, walk by in the street and they wouldn't even say hello or you meet them in a pub, they wouldn't even chat to you. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah, absolutely. Like, suffer the social skills. But one good thing, I don't know about you, Nicola, I have not been played in 2020. 2020, <laughs> that's head of the game. I have not been played once. So thank you, Mr. Corona, for that yes, one. Yes, that's the good thing. There's no boys messing with heads or anything like that because we're like, well, oh, well, you know, we can't talk to them. We can't go out to bars and fall in love. And that's so we're, we're not being played. Fair, that's a good way to look at it, Savannah. I love it. Harry Bradshaw, I've fallen for myself. <laughs> oh, my God. What's it that Charlotte says? Uh, maybe we could be each other's soulmates, all the friends. Yes, and the guys are I just. Yes, that's us right now. We're we're all empowered. <laughs> 2020 has gotten us to fall back in love with ourselves as opposed to just falling for all these boys. But you did decide to give this show a go. Yeah, and I was glad that I did because I got paired up with a gorgeous male. Mm-hmm. I, yes, he's very, very attractive. Uh, Emmett is his name, isn't it? Yeah, so I was actually very worried because I don't know about you, but the type of men that I go for are just, they're not great, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm collecting them from work. I'm dropping them on to the dentist. We're spending all this time and then all of a sudden, oh no, I don't want anything too serious. Oh, and yeah. I'm kept a secret and then through my online digging, I'm finding out other secrets. So, but all of these men are mercilessly attractive, like stunning looking creatures, but just rotten on the inside, you know? Yeah. So I was really afraid that the producers of the show were going to find me a guy that was really nice, but I wasn't going to be attracted to. 
And it was a blind date. So I got on a Skype call with the producer and he said, right, I'm handing you over to your date. And I was really nervous. Like I had my eyes closed and everything. And then when Emmett came on the screen, I was like, what? And I gave them a massive list of what I wanted. I wanted driven. I wanted ambitious. I wanted athletic. I wanted green eyes, muscly. He came on the screen and he was everything. And I gave them the list on the Friday. Mm. And they text me on the Sunday and they're like, Savannah, we have your date. Uh, we want you to do it. We want you to go uh, do the call tomorrow, Monday. And I was like, what? Uh, I'm 24. I gave you a long list. Yeah. Um, I don't think you found them in 48 hours. So please refer back to the list and then come back to me. They were like, stop, just go on the date. So when he came on the screen, I was like, oh, they're good. I think the first thing I said to him was like, you have green eyes. <laughs> you were so happy that they'd found the green eyes. That was the first tick off the list. Yeah, well, I could see the muscles. <laughs> you didn't need to point them out. You're like, oh, okay, two ticks. Exactly. I, like, that was the thing. Like, that's the weird part that you didn't, you didn't get a photograph or anything beforehand. No, and I was digging. I was like, you know, where is he from? What is he? Is he like this? And they wouldn't give me a thing. So fair play to them. Because I really tried. I don't think I'd never make, like, interrogation. <laughs> Like, the thing is, right, this is uh, a couple of my friends have done Zoom dates and this is obviously similar to what you've done. Did, did you go and do the full, like, um, you went and did your hair and your makeup and dressed as if you were leaving the house to go on a date? No, that was the worst thing about it. Like, like there was no glam Thursday for Friday. So he texted me on the Sunday night and he was like, I want you to do a date on the Monday morning. I was like, Monday morning? What Monday was morning? sexiest time for a Aww. date. I couldn't think of a less sexy time of the week. <laughs> So I literally had my cereal, put on my eyelashes, and I was just sitting in front of the screen like, it's so weird, isn't it? My, I'm sorry. That's the worst. Like, even Monday evening is better. Monday evenings are pretty depressing usually anyway. But Monday morning, morning full stop. No, because it's not even like you could even be like, right, I'm going to have a little glass of wine as I'm getting ready or just, you know, Dutch courage or even kind of talk throughout the day and calm yourself down. It's like, OK, cereal and here we go. <laughs> yeah, my social skills were not ready. I was literally tired and nervous. And then when he came on, I, that was the worst thing about watching myself back. You know, if you're on a date or if you're with anyone, whether you work with somebody that you fancy or whatever, when you fancy someone, you just don't act like yourself. And that was so yeah. cringe to watch myself back and I could catch myself, you know, the hands and the hair. The <laughs> oh, the laugh. We all have the laugh, the fake laugh that you do. That you you're can like... see loads of that. So it's clear that I definitely did fancy Emmett. And like this is, so they had this just to like, Orty had given you a camera to record or how did that work for them to be able to record you? Was it, or was it just that they had like, a, they recorded both sides of the Zoom? You know, it was all very, it was all very intimate. So obviously with COVID, they couldn't like kind of bring any sort of crew out. Mm. So I was literally sitting in my bedroom on my laptop, Skype, webcam. And because it was so intimate, I couldn't, I kept like, so bad. You see, if you watch the show, I curse and everything. I'm the only person they have to use the beef tour, which is awful. (laughs) But you're in this intimate setting in your bedroom on your laptop and it's hard to get through to your head. This is going to be on TV. People are going to see this. Yeah. So... I just, there was no filter. See, that's the thing. You'd probably be aware of it for the first 10 minutes, but then you're thrown by the fact that you actually fancy this person and you have to try and start a conversation with them. So you're like, which do I focus on? The TV, the fact that I fancy him, or that I have to talk to this person? And then it's like, ah, too much. So you kind of, we'd have to forget that the cameras are there. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Granny Lucy. Yeah, everything went out the window. <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> And without obviously we don't want to give too much away because we want people to obviously go on and watch it on the player. But did you spend long talking to each other? Like did did the conversation flow? Yeah, so the actual date was ninety minutes long. Oh, so I was cool. really surprised. The show itself is only ten minutes long, so go and watch it. It's brilliant. It's short, snappy, digestible. But the date was ninety minutes and there was so much more. So there was a part where I read out my Tinder messages. Unfortunately, that didn't make the cut. And Emma was a PT. So they set a challenge for us. I have a pull-up bar in my door. And I was doing pull-ups. And he was, like, coaching me through them. Oh, so, my God. So, I don't know. We, we were kind of joking. <laughs> we were like, guys, you will have to do a part two. Because we gave you so much content. Or at least a deleted scene. Oh, so, my God. 90 minutes down to 10. That's that, God help the person who had to edit that. How do you pick the 10 minutes that are okay? That you're like... Because I'm sure on some dates either there's long silences or the internet cuts out at some point and you're yeah. like right there crop that out that's nice and easy but if people are actually getting on and then you're like oh god how do we pick the minutes from this yeah no there was not one moment of silence and I don't like I don't know about you but I am the friend I am the scandalous friend I am the did you hear about Savannah did you see what Savannah did last night yeah you know that one yeah that's call me. it what you want <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're, the, we're the fun single ones fun and single okay that's that's where I'm going to brand it. Yeah. So when they heard I was doing this date, they were like, Savannah, I bet you you were outrageous on this and you really stood out and you were hilarious. And I was like, I actually didn't. I was like, Emma is hilarious. And me and him were like both these real high energy like characters. And it almost became a competition. Who was getting the most laughs? Ah, so one of those ones, it's like, I'm laughing at you, but in my head, I'm like, right, I have a really funny joke that I'm going to say next. <laughs> I am the alpha of charisma here. Like. <laughs> oh, but it, like, you have no regrets about doing it, I assume. No, absolutely not. And as I said, I was so nervous going on the date. I didn't know what to expect and all. And I definitely feel I'm absolutely blessed. I like would not have wanted to do it with anyone else. Me and Emmett, the conversation really flowed. We got on so well. Like Banter was cracking. Um Phantom deck, he called it. And, yeah, and I was so attracted to him. So, and obviously, like he lives in Belfast, so I never would have found him on Tinder. Yeah, unless you had some seriously far radius and driving and, to the border, like yeah, and you'd swiped everybody else, and they're like, oh my god, finally. And even at that, you know, sometimes people, it's photographs alone don't. Guys do. are so bad at Tinder pictures. Aren't oh, they? they're Guys, the worst. Right. It's like, first of all, don't put six group photographs up. It just, it just, yeah. I'm not spending the next hour of trying to figure out if it's you in each photo. And then these, there's other ones that you know that they've kind of taken on the sneak. It's like they've taken them in their car and the phone is on their lap and they're just like looking down really sour. And you're like, lads, if a girl did that, angle. you would literally probably send them abuse. So come on. Yeah, 100%. They're like catfishes in reverse where they're normally... And then you say it to your friend and you sound like such a fraud. No, girls, I promise he's better looking in person. They're just that photo. <laughs> it's good to hear that you did so well because I would be so nervous about a date like this because... Like, but I suppose it's it's like you're going to meet... so If you're going to on a date, you're going to meet someone in person. So really a screen isn't that bad I think it's just the idea of the screen itself like you'd have to get everything perfect like lighting and um, camera yeah, angles right though, but like have you ever been on a bad date I've been on a bad date and literally tried to run and wrestle the taxi door 
from this man trying to get away from him because it was such a car crash of a date. Mm. I mean, not that I would have, but if I didn't like Emmett, I'd be just like, oh, whoops. Turn off my computer. Come on. <laughs> That's the good thing. Yeah, pretend your internet's gone. There you go. And like, exactly. and I suppose the good th- that like, if you decide you do like them, and let's say you did a social distance day and you met them, and you did like it, it didn't transcribe over into person. Claim you can't even go near them because the COVID. Can't hug yet. Sorry, the COVID. Yeah, sorry about that. Bye. <laughs> Run. You know what, Nicola? Like that's actually been the most difficult thing. So our date went really well and kind of like we have been keeping in touch with the communication in between the date and now. So we recorded it in April mm. and you find, you feel when you go on a date, you're going to have this massive, intense romance and you're going to be texting each other loads and you're going to be planning the second date. And, you know, this is going to be the start of something where it's not. You're in lockdown. It's really anticlimactic. When are you going to see each other? There's just so much uncertainty around it. Yeah. And at the start. I was just being like typical, insecure girl. I started to take it personally. And I was like, why aren't you obsessed with me? Like, come on. <laughs> and then, but then I was like, you just, you cannot expect people to communicate normally in such extraordinary, um, you know, times. And it was probably the most healthy thing for me and Emma not to be talking one week and then to be talking another week without giving too much away. <laughs> well, there is that because, you know, first of all, your restrictions were like, two kilometres then five then now it's do- you can go to the county but he's in Belfast and then again his rules are different because it's the U- like the UK rules so you're kind of like oh god where do we stand and when do we you know when can we meet but maybe it's a good thing that you didn't you know jump on the intensity of it straight away and get to see each other because maybe it would have faded out this way as you said you can kind of build some sort of chat and like you know, you're not. In- it's not intense. It's not like I have to send him all these messages now before we go on a date next Friday. Or yeah, a hundred percent. And any guys that I've been with, which a lot, where they're so intense at the start, it crashes and burns, yeah. and it's such a short cycle. But yeah, what would I mean? What would me and Emma's first date even look like right now? I'm like, <laughs> let's have a picnic. I don't know. Yeah, you got go into one of these new restaurants when they eventually open, and there'll be like plastic screens between the two of you, and you're like, "Oh, so romantic!" <laughs> Let's have a can on Stephen's Green, and then need to wee and queue for two hours at the public toilet. Well, if you don't like him in person, then you'd be like, "I just need to go to the bathroom and then never come yeah. back." <laughs> Exactly. That's good. Oh, Savannah, it sounds brilliant. Listen, I I actually hope they do put up more because I've seen your episode, but I hope they put up more because I obviously have missed 80 minutes of your exceptional date. But if anyone else hasn't seen it, it's on the player. They're only 10 minutes long, as you said. They're really quick and you kind of just, if you're... I was going to say if you're getting the Lewis, but people probably really aren't at the moment. But if, you know, you're in the car and you're just like, you're not driving, obviously. (laughs) You could sit and watch them or just throw up. Uh, What I did is watched like three or four of them of the dates. And that's a half an hour. Like, so it's not like you're really spending too much of your time watching them. But they're great. They're great little bite size. And especially if any single people are considering a Zoom day, it's, it's good for the confidence, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Why not, guys? Nothing to lose. What are we doing anyway? If you don't like them, turn off the screen and vice versa. <laughs> oh my God, that would be hilarious. If I get an influx of messages from people now being like, listen, so I turned off the screen and uh, but I didn't realise I didn't turn off the microphone. <laughs> yes, I've had to delete every social media profile I have. <laughs> Oh, Savannah, you have been a star. I've had great crack this morning. At least I know it's not just me with the horrendous Tinder out there. 
No, we've got it. And 2020, we love ourselves. Whatever else happens. We Yeah, we love ourselves. Love and Isolation is on RTE Player, so you can go and check it out now. But that is all we have time for here on the Weekend Buzz on Q102. Thanks very much for listening. I'm in great form now after chatting to Savannah there. I'm a great big smile on my face now that I know it's not just me who's, you know, down in my luck on the Tinder Buzz. Um, so it's good to hear it's not just me. Yes. Um, and I'm dying to hear how this goes with Savannah and Emmett. So if we hear any more, we will keep you updated. Um, thanks to Isaac. Thanks to Savannah. Uh, thanks to Marie. Everybody who's been part of the show today. We'll, uh, if you want to check us out, we're on Spotify. The Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden, Q102. Check that out. We're also on Instagram, Q102 Weekend Buzz. Come follow. Come chat to us. Uh, loads of old interviews and stuff up there. And I'm always looking for people to chat to online to give you can give me suggestions of who you'd like to hear on the show. Have a great Saturday. Have a great weekend. Look after yourself. Stay safe in these crazy, crazy times. And um, have a good one. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.